Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here with Kathy Ransom, the uh, the author of the book Ransom Notes, the subject of the documentary Ransom Notes, uh, a monthly uh, installment that's visual and, and a weekly installment of radio and, and podcast ding from this wonderful author and wonderful lady, always faith-based and is always underlying uh, thankfulness to the Lord. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Kathy Ransom, how are you? I couldn't be better if I tried. I just get I just get happier the older I get. Well, listen, just keep doing that and and I'll tell you there's uh, there's a lot of time left and you're wonderful. Okay. Why do you think, Frank, <clears throat> that people people seem to really like music? Why do you think that's true? Well, music is you know, you know, there's a, a quote by Nietzsche, and some of his quotes aren't so great, but uh, life without music would be a mistake. And, uh, you know, I agree with him there. I don't agree with him on everything, but I agree with him on that. Um, but I, people like music because it it's pleasant to, to listen to. It could change your mood. It could oh, make that's you— that's a good one. It could change your mind. It could make you cry. It could make you happy. It could make you cry and happy uh, at the same time. It could make you uh, tears of joy. Uh, it could make you uh, anxious if it's you know Stravinsky or something you know like that. It could make you. Um, it it could change. It could make you anxious in a uh, in, in a horror movie. The music is uh, is a powerful part of it. It's one of the reasons we get scared. Is the music's coming up and it's a you know it's a, that kind of thing. Uh, but it can make you joyful. It could make you romantic. It could make you wistful. Ooh, it could like it, it could make you it could make you think of things that happened in your past. It could remind you of things when you were younger, when you were older, um, anytime. But I hear a song, I hear a song, and it brings me back to a moment. Many uh, many times this happens to me. A moment that I want to cherish uh, time with my late mother or my father or something like that. Uh, but there's a million reasons why, why people love music, and, uh, and those who don't should really give music a better try. Try to find the music that you love. Do you have a favorite genre of music? Well, I, yeah, I like a lot of different. I like classical music very much. I like. Uh, I, I'm a guitarist. I used to teach guitar full time as a child, well, as a, a teenager, I should say, 16 and 17. I played a lot of flamenco and a lot of jazz and a lot of classical, and I still play. I'll send you some things sometime. And uh, yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm putting a lot more time into it now. Um, so I like, I you know, I like melody. I like, you know, great singers. I like. Uh, uh, great songs, um, you know. I like the Beatles. I I, I love Mozart. I love um, I love a lot of different styles. Uh, do you have a favorite style? Well, I, obviously classical is my favorite, but I like uh, I like soft jazz. I like uh, actually I like gospel music. 
of my gospel quartets. I grew up part of my life in southern Missouri, and there were a lot of gospel quartets that, that were that that, uh, that I, I enjoyed that kind of music. I'm I'm not there, there's a lot of the very modern music that I'm not as fond of. Right. But I, I think the, today I wanted to just focus a bit on a, a phrase that. I've heard for a long time, making melody in your heart. And I always stumble over that phrase. How do, I didn't think my heart made the melodies. I thought I had to sing to get the melody to come out or you to strum it on your guitar to get a melody. How do I make a melody in your heart? What do you think he meant? Well, I, I guess uh, melody would be uh, to uh, to think kind thoughts, to think about uh, you know, think about the Lord, to pray, to uh, to do something that uh, it, it's not physical, it's emotional, it's it's mental. Uh, ah, maybe and you just yeah. and you just hit on it, Frank. Heart in the Bible often means mind or they mean together. It isn't the heart that thinks, it's the mind, but we use that word heart. You know, you play it with all your heart, but that means that you, the, the heart, your heart, your physical heart doesn't really beat any faster. Well, it may sometimes if you've got some really jazzy stuff, but it, what you're really doing is your mind is functioning and so forth. And I think that the Lord really expects us to use our mind, and we have so many illustrations of music as it's found in a variety of ways in the in the Bible. Now, I don't know, but I almost wonder, do you suppose Adam and Eve made music, or did they just have to listen to the birds that God had created? Do you think, I, you know, I don't think we'd ever know, but isn't it sort of interesting? I wonder if Adam hummed to Eve. He didn't date her because, you know, he was, they were created, he, Eve was created from one of his ribs. He was probably groaning instead of humming. <laughs> but I don't know how that might have happened. David, what, what was his instrument? Do you remember? Uh, the harp, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, the harp. And it's it's really interesting. And, and I, just as I was doing some studying on this little conversation or for this conversation um, he ordered the Levites and those were the people that were basically the, 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 the family of the Jewish people that basically took care of the worship service in the temple or in the tabernacle or wherever they were different times of, of, of the centuries uh, worship took place in different place he ordered those Levite to appoint singers and they they appointed their relatives, so they would have been other they would have been from the same tribe of Levi years ago, to make a joyful sound on their musical instruments. And the could you want to guess what three instruments they might have been using back in the day? In a and we've already mentioned one of them in the day of David. One would have been his playing instrument. Yeah, a harp. Right. Harp. You have any idea what other two might have been instruments that were in existence in the time of David? Well, um, uh, there some kind of flute, right? Uh, would there be a pan flute of something that you would blow into? Uh, 
But it's a, I think it's L Y R E S was one of the instruments. Lyra? Uh, it was a, a, right. And I, I, is that a string? That's instrument? a stringed instrument, I believe. That's what I thought. And then, you and, know, and then the other one is makes a lot of banging noise back drums. in the percussion session. Yeah, like a drum, you know, drum but of they some was kind. Called, they were called the tin ones. Well, oh. not tin now, cymbals. Cymbals. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And those are the ones. And uh, today, I, I always think of sort of we went through uh, religious music as being relatively soft, but when David had those guys playing cymbals, that wouldn't be real, real quiet. Uh, and I have to sort of, I have to admit, I have to sort of adjust to modern day music because in an evangelical church, it, an awful lot of them have gone to pretty, they turn up the volume pretty high. So uh, I, I have to sort of stomp on my tongue and not get too unhappy. <laughs> but we know that in the Psalms, getting back to the Lord wanting us to make music, it's sort of interesting uh, we we talked about that we are supposed to make melody in, uh, in our hearts, and we talked about that. Then one of the first things in, in Psalms 104, they talk about the singing of the birds. So that's why I said maybe Adam and Eve, maybe they didn't make music, but God made little music record players inside those birds. It wouldn't be really record players inside of a bird, though, would it? I no. guess not. No, no. But God must have done something, given them vocal cords, I guess, that they could strum. In Psalms 98, they talk about trumpets. They've added trumpets and ram's horns now. And I, my understanding is that off of the ram or the goat, uh, they would take those, I suppose, I hoped on a deceased ram they yes. take those horns I, i'm guessing they didn't rip them off you know on no. a live <laughs> ram. but i don't really know uh, and trumpets and they were to make joyful and i love this word noise because sometimes i think some of modern music is a little bit n-o-i-s-e mm. yes have you yes would you sort of agree with yes, me yes no doubt bit? about it but it's supposed to be joyful so you can decide whether it's joyful or not. And then there's, this is a really interesting one. I did, I've never seen this happen. In Psalms 98, it says that the rivers clap their hands and the hills sing for joy. Now, how do rivers, obviously this is a metaphor, how do rivers clap their hands? Yeah, I would think the, the rapids or against rocks. Against, That's what I yeah. assume. That's what I assume. And the hills sing. I sort of think of it as the breezes going through the, the mountains and the aspen trees that are up there. And you sort of hear you sort of hear sounds coming from the hills, don't you? Yeah, whistles and, and rustling. Yeah, right. And and what, what we I think there was a famous I'm just thinking of it right now. Wasn't there a famous play that we all listened to? The Sound the of Hills Music. Are alive with the yeah, sound. The of Sound music. of Music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, it, I think I think I think there was something there, and then um, and then this one, this one. You're, you're going to have to have fun with me on this one. In Psalms 149. Our audience may even want to look up 149, Psalms 149, verse 5. If the faithful were to rejoice and sing for joy, and where were they to do it? On their bed. Oh. So I'm wondering, if we are supposed to sing and make joy, 
on our bed. Now, it could be referring to something else, but we're going to say, maybe I need to lug sleeping bags to church. And we sing our songs while we're resting on a sleeping bag or a mattress or something. I don't know. But anyway, we're supposed to sing and rejoice. Then in Psalms 96, we are to sing new songs to the Lord. Praise God. Tell of his marvelous deeds. So we got to sing and make songs. Wonderful. Just wonderful. Now, in the New Testament, there's a different dimension to singing. That even if we're suffering or in trouble, we're told to pray. But if we're cheerful, in James 5.13, it says to sing. Now, I tend to whistle or hum because if I sing, I tend to make someone else suffer. <laughs> I'm sure. I I'm don't sure it's feel not so bad when I'm whistling. <laughs> but the point being, you know, I think the Lord wants us to be joyful. I don't think there's any two ways about it. And then if you will remember uh, in Luke when Mary had just been told uh, that she was going to be the mother of God's son, that she went to see her cousin. And there are, in, in the first two chapters of Luke, there are four instances where people are singing in Mary's song is, I would encourage people to go to uh, Luke 1, 46 to 55 and read Mary's song. She is rejoicing. I, I'm guessing that she is sitting in an easy chair, and she's talking to Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. And uh, I, I just think that it, it's just wonderful that Mary had this song. And then the final instance of music that I want to mention, it even says in Hebrews 2, verse 12, that Jesus is going to declare God his father's names uh, and, and talk about him, and it seems to imply that Jesus is going to sing himself. He's going to sing praises. Mm. I want to know if he's a bass or a tenor. Wow. Had you ever thought about Jesus singing? Yeah. We well, you know he preached, but I never thought about him being a singer. I don't I, I, like when when uh, rabbis and uh, and priests. Um, serve mass and you know let's face it the last supper i mean that was a, a you know one of the most famous masses most important mass in uh, in history um you know i could see as he's as he's and, and it's there's no reference to it but i could envision him uh being songful you know like uh you know singing in a sense or talking in a sense that's very i always picture the lord uh speaking in uh, in a very very calm um gentle but loving yeah. way and that that could come out like song sometimes and i could see but you that. know occasionally occasionally he got pretty grumpy when he was throwing up the, getting upset with the, the money changes yeah 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 I, I doubt that that was a very well you know he might have had enough authority in this voice that he could speak calmly but he stumped on their toes easily yeah. <laughs> that's right i don't know how many old-fashioned hymns you remember uh but uh there i found a little i'm going to just 
there somebody came up with some clever connections with certain jobs and certain hymns it I, and i'll give you an example the dentist hymns him somebody said reminded them of crown him with many crowns ah now you got to think about yeah, you know this sure. or the weatherman's hymn and maybe you've never heard of some of these but i remember singing them over and over there shall be showers of blessing that's the weatherman's song yeah <laughs> and then there is the that this one you really have to stop and think there's the, the tailor's hymn you know the one that makes clothes yeah their hymn is holy 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 <laughs> holes in the clothes and now yeah. i've never heard this hymn but the title certainly goes with it's the golfer's hymn somebody say there's a green hill far away oh oh wow that's yeah. a good one and since we're going into the um election period of elections this is the politician's hymn this is the last one for today standing on the promises <laughs> isn't it amazing how we can take song titles and acquaint them associate them with different kinds of jobs yeah been fun to talk to you but would you please keep singing and whistling no doubt i by the way my favorite uh faith-based song is leaning on the everlasting arms i just love that song i you know i, I listen to it all the time i i, I love it too yeah well do you have a final thought for us yes i do i've got four songs that uh speeders should remember okay yep if you tend to drive 55 miles an hour you need to think about the song god will take care of you <laughs> if you drive 75 miles an hour you need to begin to think of the song nearer my god to thee oh. If you drive 85 miles an hour, there is a song entitled, This World is Not My Home. <laughs> but if you drive 100 miles an hour, precious memories. <laughs> very good. Very, very Take good. Care. Kathy Ransom, everyone, is our host each and every week. Uh, get the book Ransom Notes. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on... Ransom notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.